Yeah, hello guys, welcome to another episode of Simple and the Dragon. Um, today we've got a very special guest on today, and his name is Forms. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm really good. I'm, uh, I've got a bit of hay fever today, so I'm kind of suffering in silence. But apart from that, I'm all good. How you doing? Not bad, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, we're ready to get straight into it. I've got a couple of questions, but I think we'll start off with Simon today. Oh, have you, are you throwing me right in the deep end there, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fine. Right, okay. If we just started, first of all, we'll go straight to the point of uh, Forms' new song, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Um, Thank you. Honestly, Forms, I, I, I mean, straight away, I reckon you should just, just plug that a little bit because I'm not joking here. I think it's fantastic. Big Thank fan. You. I mean, everyone watching, it's called Top of the League, Top of the League by me, Forms. Um, the link is in my bio if you want to go and have a listen and it's been backed by these two lovely gentlemen so you can only go and listen to it and, uh, and judge for yourself but it's, it's just that kind of vibe where the sun's out, the football's on and it's, it just it perfectly combines the two things I think Definitely, I mean, I mean the lyrics were absolutely brilliant okay. you listen to the lyrics like properly, they are, they're great yeah. what do you reckon Cal? Yeah, um, first time I heard it, I was like, wow, what a catchy song this is. Love that, thank you very much. Absolutely brilliant. I, 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 sh I showed my dad it and he loved it and all. Sick, I love that. Big up, big up Daddy Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he would love that. Um, yes, but it's just brilliant, mate. I absolutely love it. When I first heard it, Oh my god! I've never stopped listening to it since. I really appreciate it. Look, just keep, keep, keep streaming. It's like every. It's weird. I sound like Tesco's, but every little helps. Like yes. just every single stream just pushes me talk further and further towards where I want to go. That's yeah. it. What, what, what's the good about it as well? You've actually got it on TikTok, haven't you? So yeah. people can use it for their videos. So yeah, if they yeah, just yeah. put in um, forms top of the league, you can use that for all your videos out there, TikTokers. I mean, it's. Uh, It'd be absolutely perfect. So I, I looked at it and you could do it. So it's great. Yeah, it's nice. I think there's about 550 people that have used it already. And it's, it helps some, some people who have got next to like no followers. They've used the sound and their videos have like shot up to hundreds of thousands of views. It's sick. It's doing, it's doing favours for people. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have, to, have to get on that then. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Definitely. You have to try that, won't you? Yeah. Definitely. Is that is that um is that your first real proper one, um, forms? My thirteenth. Thirteenth, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got thirteen songs out. Last year, I think I put, I think eight out, nine out. Um, but that was when I was just getting started, so it was very experimental. What do I like? What sounds good? What can I make on a budget? And now, thankfully, I've got bigger into a point where I can start spending a little bit more money on production and I'm much better at writing. And, and this year, the songs have just been next level. Um, but it's mad because the past month, I've written about five or six songs and they are already so much better than the stuff I've got out. So I can't wait to, I can't wait to shove them out into everyone's ears. Yeah, do you think this one's going to be your biggest one so far? Yeah, without a doubt. It already is. It's like in the first, in the first week and a half, it's doing better than some of my songs have done in their lifetime, which is, is really, really good to see. It just, it's nice because it's like, it's confirmation that everything I'm doing is, is on like an upward trajectory. Yeah. Have you actually got a record label or 
No, no, no. I've got a, a management team. Um, but in terms of record labels, I think it's, it's a tricky one because I think it depends on the artist's situation. Where I'm at at the moment, obviously, I've got a, a humble following on TikTok and social, so I can use that to my advantage. And I'm not in a position where I think I, I need a label. Um, and I just want to grind it out for as long as possible, get as successful as I can while staying independent. And that makes me much more attractive to labels later down the line. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I know a good label. It's called Simple and the Dragon, if you ever want to join us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've heard of that one. <laughs> uh, brilliant, brilliant. Cal, oh. uh, did you didn't come up with, you know, you asked... Um, followers for questions you want to go through them Kev? yes can do um so yeah um there's one about the content ballers game for you mm -hmm. of course um it was a cracking game and i watched it myself uh, but this one's asked uh how do you rate yourself uh from the game how did you think you did i think there's 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 two parts to that answer i think because i'm a rapper not a footballer there was, I was, there were so many more talented people, football ability-wise, than, than me on the pitch. Um, so I think that in terms of my performance, I think I had, what, a 20, 25-minute stint, which I was grateful for. I thought I was only going to get five or ten minutes. Um, I touched the ball maybe seven times, and I think three of those were from kickoff. Um, so in terms of my actual performance, I think I was just, I was just happy to be on the pitch and, and get involved. And I, I think I did as much as I possibly could have done. Um, but for me, and I think Simon will back me up here because he was in the dressing room, he was on the sideline with me. I think it's, it, it was all about my voice, all about being as loud as I can, trying to, um, trying to give as much energy to the team as possible. So in terms of, in terms of passion, I reckon I rate myself an 11 out of 10. I'd, I'd, actually, yeah, I'd actually agree with that. You was, a, you was a fantastic assistant manager on the day there for him, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You did. I mean, I must admit, you did. You wound, got people going, wound people up, um, and really made it into a proper competitive game. Um, I feel like it, it needed to be done. And, and don't yeah. get me wrong, I think I've, I've spoken to a couple of people that played in the game, and next match I will be fighting for that captain's armband. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's brilliant. Oh, that is good. Sorry, Cal. It's brilliant, brilliant. Um, I think you performed quite well, you know. Thank you. I mean, if you if you watch back in my specific bits and just watch how I run, it's just pure entertainment. <laughs> well, it's work rate, isn't it? Exactly. Well, well no, no, no one could get near you because you'd have been smacking them out of the way, you know what I mean? That's right. no, one, no one gets near me in the air. Thing is, though, since the game, I've started to have uh, like weekly one-on-one -on -one sessions just to get better and better because I haven't played like, I haven't played a proper 11 v 11 in years. And that was the first time I did it. And I missed it so much. I was like, you know what? I want to I wanna get better. Because if I'm going to... I've made friends for life at this game. And if we're going to continue to meet up, play football, I want to get better and, and sort of match that level. Mm -hmm. So by the next game, watch this space. Are you, you going to start playing for a team, local team or something? I don't think I've got the time to, I'll be honest. Yeah, um, like I, as much as I love it, if I had the choice to spend three hours on a Sunday traveling and playing football, or three hours in the studio, I'd pick the studio any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's fair comment. That's a, that's a yeah, that's a good point. That one, yeah, because when you don't have time to do something, you you know you can't do it, can you? 
Exactly. And I mean, the, the moment the moment I sort of left my desk job and went full-time forms, I was like, you know what? I've now got the freedom to, to spend as much or as little time as I want developing myself as an artist. And I would rather spend as much time as possible doing that. And mm. if I want to be the best of the best, that's what I've got to do. Mm. I, I honestly think you've, got to, you've definitely got to have a good crack at it, definitely. Thank you. I just love, I mean, the videos you do on TikTok, I just love the way... You'd say to people, you know, give me three words, and then you come up with that. Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. Fantastic. Um, now I've got another one here. Um, it's relating to um, how you how you're doing with rapping and stuff. So they said, how many songs are you going to release this year? Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Um, so we've got one, two, three. I think we've got. Six six out this year already and we're probably looking at another seven or eight between now and the end of this year just keep pushing them out and out and out and out you're gonna do you're gonna do an album then if you have that amount uh this no i think this year is is all about singles because i'm still as much as i've been doing as much as i've been writing for about six years i only posted my first song just over a year ago so to me i'm still very much a baby in this game uh, so this year, the more singles I can put out, the more chances it gives me to sort of define my style and allows me to sort of see what music I enjoy making. And then next year, we'll talk about like a, a project with a, a couple of songs in it. Yeah, that, that's actually going to be my next question. You know, what's your unique selling point, basically? What, you, what do you want to be? What are you looking to be? What am I looking to be? Well, put it this way, Tiny Temper is currently the most successful British rapper of all time. Seven UK number ones. He's got an album in the top 10 world all-time selling charts. I am going for 10 number ones, 20 platinum plaques, be happy with five world tours. And if I can have an album in the top 10 of all time, then that'd be fucking fantastic as well. Sorry for swearing. That's that's very cool. Yeah, you you got to. I always say you got to have targets and and have your targets up here because even if you don't make it up there, you'll make it there. Exactly. If you have your target there, you're never going to go anywhere, are you? So exactly. No, it's 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 that kind of thing where and it's it's funny because I I mentioned Tiny being uh, being the most successful British rapper. He was the one that sort of made me want to rap. So it's like. It'd be not, I mean, at the moment, he has no idea who I am. I've met him a couple of times, but I've met him as like a fan, as a teenager. But now, in terms of the rapping, like, I just can't wait for it to get to that point where he knows, he knows my story. The fact that he, he was like, he was the one that got me into it. And I'm now the one that's like surpassing his success. Mm. That'd be sick. Yeah. Amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. That's a, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, and I, I believe you can do it, mate. Absolutely. Thank you. Because with music, what you're doing, and and I'm enjoying it personally. Like I says, um, I believe you can you can go number one at any time. I hope so. I genuinely, I hope, I hope, I hope you're right. I need some of that dragon manifestation energy just like <laughs> into the world. So keep, keep, saying, keep saying it. Keep breathing <laughs> fire, and it'll happen. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. The dragon fire. That's what you need. <laughs> Certainly do that if I can. <laughs> Actually, where did the where did Dragon come from? From a former football club I used to play for. Fine, and that's what they gave you the nickname. Yeah, because I used to play for a club called Manchester Dragons. Okay, that's why I got the nickname in 2010. That's easy enough, and it just stuck. Yep, they named me it. I didn't name it myself. Nice, fair enough. So there you go. 
history lesson. That's it. <laughs> it works, doesn't it? So. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yes. Um, what football club do you support? From one. Tottenham Hotspur, baby. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Tottenham Top. till I die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't let's not talk about the state of the club at the moment, but <laughs> I am. It's it's uh, it's quite crazy. Just getting to a point where you sort of think, all right, we're going to have some real success, and then it going from here down to here in the space of two seasons. It's been a nightmare. But yeah, Spurs. To answer your question in a nutshell. <laughs> Okay, what okay, you're gonna you say don't go into the Spurs, but it's an interesting one, isn't it? Okay, so first of all, Kane, is he staying or going? I'll stop caring, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. I think I think I think he'll go. And mm. like too right as well. Why should he stay? It's 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 got to the point where I know that the next four to five years is gonna be a very, very painful rebuild. And if we can get as much money from selling our best player as possible, then so be it. I'm, I'm sort of already mentally prepared to feel like I've already set myself up for five years of disappointment. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him to go. I think he should go. I think if he wants to go somewhere for the reason of winning trophies, the only place in this country you're guaranteed a trophy every season is Man City. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Kane wants uh, Champions League football as well. Who doesn't? Um, yeah, it's believed that Kane wants it, but he wants Champions League football. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Spurs and um, qualified for Conference. I know, and everyone's kind of annoyed at that. I don't mind it. I genuinely don't mind it. Mm. If it gives us an easier shot at a trophy, I'll take it, man. I will take of it. Course. Chance to also chance to play the youngsters, chance to play any new signings that we've got. It's just a it's a nice opportunity to give the first team a bit of a rest. Mm. Yeah. What, what, um, what, I, what I don't understand about Tottenham is that what they've done to their stadiums, probably one of the best stadiums in Europe, near enough, mm -hmm. you know, um, and all the rest of it. And as, and as soon as they've done that, I thought, right. They're gonna they're gonna start buying big. They're gonna get a top manager in. They're gonna do this. They're gonna do that and do this. And it seems they seem to just go flat. Do you, do you reckon Levy's worried about someone coming in the club that's actually bigger than him? I don't think it's that at all. I think no. the, the stadium was built not with the intent. Look, they'll tell you it was with the intent of playing Champions League football in in an elite stadium, bring the best of the best over. But at the same time. That stadium was to recoup investment and make as much money as possible. You, you're like before the pandemic, you had boxing matches sorted, concert. Lady Gaga would go there. Um, my manager screaming, "Awesome!" Um, and it's yeah, it's it's just it was it was a pure it was a pure money hub. I don't really think I don't really think the the team itself were were a priority when that stadium was built. And I went there the other day, I toured it just to have a look and see. And don't get me wrong, players that come from other countries to, um, to, to play for Spurs or, or are going to sign for Spurs, if they see those facilities, they see that stadium, they're going to fall in love with it. But I don't think that was the priority. It's, it's, it's everything else with the NFL and all of that stuff. Mm. That brings the money in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely think Spurs' stadium is one of the best in the Prem at the moment. Oh definitely. yeah, without a doubt. And I've, 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 I'm lucky enough to have been to, I think, pretty much all of them. And I've been to loads around Europe as well. And okay, call it biased because I am a big Tottenham fan. I haven't been to many nicer in the world. It's just, mm. it's one of a kind. Have you both been? No, I've not, no, I've not seen, I've not or, been to it. When, like, when, when you're down in London, you have got to give it a go. It's just so nice. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have to wear a disguise, though, because I'm a Chelsea supporter. Yeah. I no. <laughs> just, wear, just, just wear your rail betters top and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll put a wig on and all that. And I'll be, should be yeah. all right. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing your Liverpool top anywhere, aren't you? Oh, no, I've got to do that still. Yeah, that was, um, that was something I've done. I've done a video. I've got to wear a Liverpool top for the day. And walk around town and all the rest of it. So, oh, how's that feel? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't put it on yet. I'll let you know when I put it on. <laughs> oh. Oh. I know exactly. Yeah. 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 The rule, the golden rule is never make a bet about where, like where, where the if you lose, you have to wear a rival shirt. It's just not worth it. No. I'd rather no. I'd rather lose money. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but you know, I do I do stick to my um, promises and all the rest of it. But if I'm, if I'm walking around town and I know, you know, I know a few people in town and all that, they're going to look at me and think, "What on earth's going on there?" Like, yeah, he's, exactly. he's changed to Liverpool. What's happening? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. But uh, no, it'd be uh, be funny. So, who's your, who's your best player in the Prem then? Forms. Can I say Harry Kane? <laughs> well, yeah, um, you can. Really, it's like this. I've, it's it's a it's a toss up between Harry Kane and, and Kevin De Bruyne, isn't it? Because um, you don't go you don't go winning the Golden Boot and the uh, and the, the most assists award for and, and not be considered one of the best players in the Prem. And then De Bruyne is is on a different planet. Yeah, mm. yeah, De Bruyne is class. Wait, can we support? Me, yeah, Cardiff. Oh, cool, 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 cool. We're in the championship at the moment. Nice. Really? And I, I literally know not. I literally know nothing about the squad. You're, you're, you're half decent. You're probably going to come up next year. You're not that great. Well, last season was average. We we started off poorly. We yeah, we we're fifteenth in the league, which is where we shouldn't be. And then we sacked our manager, and then a month later, um. We climbed the table to sixth, so in the playoffs, and then we slipped off again. Mm, that's annoying. It is, but next season we're, we're trying to go for it. Fair play, nice. I can remember when we, I can remember when we played Spurs when we were in the Prem. Mm, not too long ago. About three, four years ago. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. We lost one nil to you. I think it was. At, I think it was at Tottenham Stadium. Probably. And then we lost three nil in the second one. Hell yeah, you did. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go back to Harry Kane, actually, Forbes. Mm. Right? Because I've got a little theory, if you see what you think as a Tottenham supporter, right? Obviously, he's not performing, is he, at the moment in the Euros. No. Do, you, do you think it's to do with the management telling him to do the wrong thing? Or do you think he's got too much on his mind regarding where he's going to be playing next season? I think he's a he's a solid professional. I don't think he lets he lets things off the pitch affect him on the pitch. I just think that it's weird because if you don't watch Tottenham week in week out, I don't think you'll fully understand what I'm trying to say. But 
they are trying to they're trying to play Tottenham Harry Kane in an England outfit, and it doesn't work because top, because with with Spurs Kane drops deep and he creates as much as he possibly can, and then we've got the speedy wingers that will run in behind him, and he'll find the pass and he'll get them in on goal. That's what they're trying to do with him at England, but we don't need it because we've got Grealish, we've got Foden, we've got Mount, we've got those creative players. And he's dropping too deep. I've seen him. I've seen him play. Um, I've seen him play a, a central defensive midfield position for the majority of some games. It's like just push him forward, and when he's forward, give him the ball. I haven't seen. I have not seen a single cross into Harry Kane all all tournament so far. And I just. I think it's it's a mixture of. It's a mixture of that. It's a mixture of the geezer has not had a break in five years. He was bound to... He just needs a summer off. So, no, I don't know. I think he's... It's, if, if he has a, a bad tournament and he doesn't score anything or he scores a couple of goals here and there, I, would, I just... I don't... I wouldn't put it past him. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, you do expect someone like Harry Kane to shake that off and crack on and score some goals. But, yeah, I just... I, I don't think he's being played... Where he should be, play- where he should be played in the, in the England squad. Mm. What do you think, Cal? Yeah, I think it's Dan. I think it's the reason why it's because our Gal Southgate plays it. He plays too defensive. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that with England, they seem to score the one goal, then you know, just part the bus. Yeah, exactly. In There's not it's... anyway. In your terms, you're part the bus in my backyard anyway. Cause yeah. want... <laughs> um, <coughs> like you said, you would. Um, oh, no, exactly. yeah. One day you're going to wake up and there'll be a bus in your garden. You wake. Now take to get out. But yeah, I think it's because Southgate plays it too defensive. Once you get that goal, it's, gonna, it's just going to park the bus. Yeah, yeah. And you can't it's do that. You can't do that against it's Germany, though. It's a, it's a well. This is the thing. It's it's a waste of our talents. We've got such a promising squad. But the thing is, mm. I mean, call it what you want, but we haven't really had too much of a, a challenging team to play against. The three that we had in our group tend to sit back and attack when they feel like it. Whereas a team like Germany are probably well, a team like Germany are probably going to force us into defending more mm. and hitting on the counter. And that's what I'm excited for. They're going to sort of give us the way that Germany play are going to give us a bit of a kick up the backside and make us go, alright, fine, we've got to actually play some football here. Um, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a great game. Next Tuesday, that is. Do you know what? You, you, you're talking so much sense here. I totally agree with you, Fawns. Yeah. Is that the teams we played sit back. So that is not the time for Harry Kane to come back into them holes and all the pick out the ball. Right? Yeah. It's the time to get someone, like you say, like Grealish or Foden in the centre, playing behind Kane, um, playing little balls in between centre-halves and full-backs so we can run onto and finish in the box or get the ball out wide to deliver. 100%. Because then what, what worries me is that when we play Germany, like you say, there's going to be probably 50-50 possession. So a lot of our play will be on the break. Mm. Is that he will go the other way. He will, he will push Kane forward more and, and him not coming into the hole where he will need to this time. That's my worry. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll see. It's going to be a very telling first half, especially. We're either going to be taught a complete lesson or we just somehow know how to turn it on from the first whistle. Yeah. We can turn it on from the first whistle. 
Because if we, have you seen our potential route? If we beat Germany, we've yeah. got easier games. Yeah. So mm. I'm hoping that we can just get through it, like, and, and smash it. And then, I don't know, the other half of, uh, the, other half of the tournament looks quite good. All right? Other half of the tournament looks good in, like, Italy, France, Belgium, Portugal. They're such good, such good teams. If we were on that side of it, I would be bricking it, to be honest. Hang on, I'm just trying to I'm going to move you over here. What's your prediction, then, on the game? I actually, I think... I'm going to go for two all, and I'm going to say that it's going to probably go to pens, and I, I bloody well hope we can take it, but I can see pens. Mm. Yeah. Would you end count? Um, it depends how we, like I said, we've got, we've got to be off from the whistle, we've got to be switched on. You cannot switch off against Germany at all, because you've seen it, they've destroyed Portugal 4-2. Mm-hmm. And they had a bit of a scare yesterday against Hungary, which was Yeah, they're, they're not the strange. type of team to, they're not the type of team to take a scare like that and sit back, they'll come back from that. Mm. Well, I believe England can do it, definitely. Uh, it's coming home. Which is why I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go uh, for 2-1 England. Nice. Fair I think Harry Kane will eventually score this time. I hope so. Yeah. What's yours, Simon? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for 1-0. I'm going with, with Forbes, but going for 1-0 because I don't, we don't really concede a lot. Uh, well, we haven't done. Yeah. Um, but we don't score a lot either. So, but I reckon it could be 1-0 and, um, and, and go to penalties, I agree. Um, and then once it gets to penalties, you know, I just dread it. I just dread it, especially against Germany. Because what it, what it, I think the problem with England, with penalties, they're under so much pressure because of what's happened in the past. And, yeah. and they've had so much grief over missing a penalty. Some of, the, some of the poor players that missed penalties in the past have had hate messages, threats, all kinds of stuff and all the rest of it. And you well, imagine yeah. stepping up for a penalty and that going through your head. Well, imagine stepping up for a penalty at the content bowlers match. Exactly, exactly. That's, I mean, that was just insane. <laughs> it was not. It was not. But no, we, we, we did all right. We, we won a penalty shootout in the World Cup 2018. I think we sort of lifted the curse. Yeah, we're, we're not against Germany, have we? We've never won a penalty shootout against Germany. That's the thing. That's true. That is true. It's Columbia, wasn't it? We beat in the shootout, wasn't it? Yeah, we, Eric Garner with, uh, with the decider. We beat Spain as well in the shootout, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, quite a time. Quite a time back, yeah. That's it. That's showing my age now. You, yeah. you two probably wasn't even born, do you know what I mean? Probably not. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Oh, crikey. Uh, uh. Got any other questions there, Kel, from people? Yeah, I can do. Uh, what we got? Scroll down a bit. And, oh, wow. Um, speaking of Spurs, where do you think they'll finish next season? Wow, I was hoping that question wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hope top six, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we finished seventh or eighth. That's genuinely, that is, that is how deflated I am as a Tottenham fan right now. Mm. Like, ask me, ask me two years ago, three years ago, we're winning the league now. Top eight, top six. Mm. It's, uh, 
bit of a nightmare. But yeah. That's depending on Kane, isn't it? I just think it's depending on a lot of things. We haven't even got a manager right now. <laughs> like, it depends on the manager. It depends on who he decides to bring in. But it's just, it's going to be a painful year. One that I hope we can, we can sugarcoat by winning the Conference League. Can you imagine that we lose the Conference League? Mm. I, I think it all depends who you're getting as manager. I really do. Um, yeah. I, I think you missed, a, you missed a trick there with Conte. Yeah, I think I agree with you. But we weren't going to give him the money he wanted. This is the thing. This is what, this is what I mean. This is what I mean about Tottenham. You've got a, a multi-billion pound stadium, best in Europe and all the rest of it, but you won't pay a manager decent money. It's... Well, it wasn't necessarily that. Like, the manager, we were prepared to give, like, make him the highest paid manager in the history of football at 20 million a year, but it's the, it's the transfer fund. We, we basically, Conte is the type of manager, he's notoriously famous for leaving clubs when they don't give him the transfer budget he wants. And he came to us and said, okay, I want this, 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 this. And we said, sorry, that's not how we work. And he went, all right, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fair enough. I mean, Levy's quite stubborn, isn't he? Stubborn in his ways and how he wants the club to be. It's the same as Arsenal, actually. Arsenal are like that as well. Yeah. Except they still seem to win things. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah not, not so much recently, because I think what's happened is Arsenal and Tottenham have stayed like that. And just wants the clubs to be stable and they're happy just doing this, that and all the rest of it. And then the other clubs like Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, Man City, they've all said, no, we want, we want to win things. We're going to pay out whatever. Yeah. We're going to throw the money at it and all the rest of it. Um, and I think that's where Arsenal and Tottenham's problem is, is yeah. that they, they don't go down that route. And all the time they don't go down that route, they're not going to do it, in my opinion. Well, no. It's how can we spend as little money as possible and make as much money as possible. Yeah. Mm. And nowadays you don't win things like that, unfortunately. Exactly. exactly. No. Unless you're Leicester that year. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard recently that Spurs couldn't get another manager. I've heard lately to try to get the severe boss. Yeah, but he's he sort of turned around and said, "No, look, we're winning things with with Sevilla. We're we're happy to. We were pushing for the title. We got Champions League football. He wants to stay there. He's happy. Pochettino's still contracted to PSG. Um, we were going to get Paolo Fonseca from Roma, but we didn't. We were going to get Gattuso. But no one wanted him, so we didn't. We were going to get uh, Eric Ten Hag, and then he signed a contract extension at Ajax. We were looking at Graham Potter, Scott Parker." We were looking at um, uh, the Wolves manager Nuno. We were looking at we were looking at everyone, and we've still got no one. <laughs> oh, did it? Did you not be a good one, Zidane? I think. Really though, I think he would. I think I think Tottenham. I honestly do. I think Tottenham need a big name. They got a big, like I say, the stadium. They got a big stadium. Get a big name in. Start looking bigger. Start acting bigger. Do you know what I mean? If you could, Simon, if you could put some calls in and get Zidane to Tottenham, I would be very happy with that. <laughs> I, I just think, I just think it, it would suit him. It would, it would just that that stadium and all the rest of it, a big name, big presence in a in a massive stadium like that. I don't know. Just, I just think it, it would suit him. But yeah, you know, mm. my opinion. 
Have you got any other time in or not? Um, yeah, just like regarding your career and that, um, Forbes, where, 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 where do you see yourself, you know, in, say, five years' time? I always ask people this question. If this time in five years, I am on a tour bus in Australia, I'd be happy. I would, I would like to think in five years' time I, I, could, I could be on a world tour, but, like, not, not one of those low-key like unheard of ones i'm talking like a 150 day world tour because my second album just went number one in 50 countries and i've gone a week like i'm genuinely that is that's the sights i'm setting for myself that's where i can see it going brilliant i, I absolutely love it i love it when people are like that i absolutely love it um because that is the way to be in life that's the way you to um succeed in life it really is yeah. Just, just to feel confident about yourself, you know. Um, be level-headed and polite mm. and respectful, which you hundred million percent are. So when I met you, absolutely, you know, brilliant, nicest bloke I've met. You know, so you're humble, but you've got them ambitions, and I think, it, I think it's great. Yeah, I think it just all comes down to I'm just grateful to be in the position that I'm able to be in now. I'm just remembering twelve months ago putting my first song out being like oh my god is anyone gonna like it now i'm here so it's it's like i just i keep thinking back like what would what would 12 year old forms think of forms today and i think he'd be pretty happy which is i which is sort of what keeps me grounded um but i just keep pushing and i know it will happen it's just a matter of when mm -hmm. are you gonna um don't about going live are you gonna sort of do any sort of smaller live stuff i hope or so or just stick in a studio. I mean, it, would you would you go off to somewhere in front of two hundred people or something like that? I can't wait. The moment the moment I started doing this, that was the one thing I've been desperate to do. I've actually my friend Lewis, who lives in Manchester, he's an unbelievable singer. He uh, he's just sold out his headline show. There's about three people there, and I'm coming up and, and doing a couple of songs with him. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, and that's that'll be like the first one that'll that'll give me sort of an idea of how to do things and, and how to interact with the crowd. But then we're working on it. We're working on it. I will. I'll, I'm desperate to just get out and perform, whether it's in front of five people or a hundred people. I don't care. I'm happy to. No, that's that's brilliant. Have you, have you got an agent that deals all that for you? Yeah. So I've got. I've got. I'm. I'm lucky because the team that I've got around me. I've got a social media manager who's offering something right now. I've got a music manager who will be the one that, that sorts that. And then um, music-wise, I've got producers, engineers, and, and people who sort of help with, with the music side of things, which is really cool. Um, so if there's anything I don't know, one of them is, is bound to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's brilliant. You know, you got the right people around you that you can trust, don't you? Yeah, and it's also it's good. The point um, I was going to say, which just reminded me, is that everyone that's on like team forms i've known for years like my my social media manager's been my best mate for 10 years my music manager i've known him for about three years and everyone else in between i've known for for a couple of years as well and i think that's so important yeah mm. i have no problem with meeting new people and bringing them in but you it takes time to build that level of trust whereas everyone on, on the team at the moment it's already there yeah mm. Mm. 
totally agree. You've got to, you've got to have each other's back as well, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like me and Cal doing these podcasts and all the rest of it. And we'll always, we'll always have each other's back on lives and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, and you've got to, like I say, you've got to trust each other and everything else. And, it, you know, it's, it's good. It's so important. So No, it is, it is really good to see because I always, whenever, it's almost every single time I go on TikTok, you two are live together. And it's just like, <laughs> it's consistency. It's good. It's amazing. Yeah, no, we enjoy, we enjoy it. I mean, you know, we have, a, we have, we both sort of not do anything in the evenings and stuff like that. We both love football and love chatting to other people. And, and we, we do our football predictions and all kinds of stuff. It's good, Kyle, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It really is. I really like doing it. Nice. Mm. Good. That's the important part. Yeah, definitely. You've got to enjoy it, haven't you? So. Of course it is. Anything um, else, Kyle? Yeah, I've got one more question, I suppose. Yeah. Um, wow, good one. Who is the most famous person you've met? That's a good question. Cow the Dragon. Yeah, Cow the Dragon and Simple Simon. Who's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most famous person I've ever met? I'm going to go for... I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I've got a probably Tiny Temper. Um... I don't think I've met any any like famous international people, but tiny footballer wise, Harry Kane. Um, yeah, those two are, are probably probably up there. <laughs> so how, how did you meet both of them? So tiny. When I was like a, a big super fan, when I was like 13, fourteen, I went. There was like an opportunity to go to um, his record label called Serving London. And there was a chance to go to like the HQ and, and potentially meet some people there. And he just happened to be there. And he spent like a good hour or two talking to us, which was really, really nice. Um, and then I met him a couple of times throughout the next few years as well, which was cool. And then Harry, I went to the Spurs Stadium because I was on their Twitch stream uh, for a watch along for get one of the games last season. As I was leaving, Kane was leaving. So we had a nice quick chat. Right, yeah, nice one. It's, it's always nice to, you know, it's when you get a professional footballer like him, you know, like, um, to get a picture, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's just, it just takes, it's just like a couple of minutes of his time, that's all it is. And yeah. it's unbelievable. Like, it means a lot as well. I mean, we just, it was the semi-final of the Carabao Cup, so we just got through to the final, everyone was buzzing, it was a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm. That's great. Yeah. Right. Anything else, Cal, before we... Have you got anything? Um, no, I've, sort of, I've covered all the questions and all the rest of it. The only thing we always ask, um, we always say, yeah. you, you know, when you want to just plug away, Forms, yeah. Sweet. My name's Forms. Nice to meet you all. Um, my TikTok is Forms Official. My Instagram, you'll see it here, it's, it's underscore, underscore Forms. And the music is just Forms. Apple Music, Spotify... SoundCloud, YouTube, anything you listen to music on, you can listen to a form song on. So just type in forms. My new song is called Top of the League and enjoy it. Brilliant. But everyone Absolutely will perfect. do. Everyone's going to enjoy it. Everybody. Everybody's got a problem. Everybody's got a problem. Yes, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely, it's so catching. It's ridiculous. Thank I you. love it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, last thing before uh, we call it, uh, who do you think is going to win the Euros? Mm. <sighs> I can't not say England, can I? It's coming on, boys! <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
Fair enough, back to your country, definitely. Right. Oh, yeah, who do you think they'll face in the final then? Uh, France. And I can't wait. Oh, yeah. London <laughs> final. That would be unreal, wouldn't it? France, England final. Well, that would be decent. At Wembley. Yeah. Oh, God. That'd be unreal. That'd be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, Forms, for coming on this podcast today. Thank you for your time. No, boys, thank you very much for having me on. It's been lovely. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah like I said, guys, go check him out on TikTok um, on everything. Go give him a follow. Um, enjoy his new music, Top of the League. Absolutely banging song. Absolutely. Uh, we all love it. And yeah, uh, from all of us on the podcast, uh, see you guys in the next one. Uh, but again, thank you, Forms, for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely brilliant. And yeah, Cheers, see you guys in the next episode. See you guys in the next one. Great. See you soon. See you all. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, I'm Forms. That's great.